Welcome to It Is What It Is, or Is It? I'm your host, Kay Francis, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Knoxville. I'm the author and creator of The It's It's, a children's book series, and my podcast topics will draw from my 40 years of experience in the fields of psychology and business. That includes executive coaching, training, and online program development. Good morning, everyone. This is Kay Francis, and today is all about change and what it means to you. Now, that might throw you off, seeing as you know I announced that my topic for today would be living in a divided society. Surprise, surprise, let me explain something. Within the past two weeks of choosing that topic, so much has happened within our society, as well as war breaking out in Israel and impacting us and other countries. My podcast was never designed to be political, so I realized that considering the present state of affairs in the U.S., and globally, it would be easy to get caught up in the political discussion. Not wanting that to happen, I immediately changed the topic. I do think it would be nice to take a second or two and just get quiet and maybe think about the people in Israel and what they're going through and the seriousness of what it means to all of us. So all I will say about a divided society before moving on, is this. A divided society has always existed, but through the years has become more pervasive and dangerous, threatening our freedoms, safety, and security. The lower class and poverty level resources are less than minimal in areas of higher education, mental and physical health care services, housing, community support, and opportunities. That's what division can do. Now let's get back to today's new topic, change. Change is not always anticipated, much like adversity is not. It can come unexpectedly, but change can be a promoter to let you find your way through any adversity that comes your way. Change doesn't have to mean struggle, hardship, and turmoil. Instead, it can offer you choices and opportunities. To change something you have control over is your choice. Just as I chose to change today's topic, I had total control over that decision. I happen to love the thought of change. To know I can correct a mistake, choose to make change within myself, glean opportunities and adventure, and even make a change that improves who I am and my circumstances, that is one great feeling. It gives me a sense of being really there and present and able to recognize things that I could just let pass me by. Here is a personal example of making a choice to change. In 2007, I made one of the most significant changes in my life. I had wanted to move out of Florida since the day my parents moved me there. I was 15 years old. I didn't want to leave my home and friends. I didn't want to go to the unknown. It was neither my decision nor my choice, and it was a rough time to have to leave. As a teenager, the beach was great. In Florida. But other than that, I never felt Florida was my home. I missed the four seasons and the snow. Well, maybe not the heavy snow so much. But I did miss outdoor ice skating. I missed the overall terrain. Both parents, originally being from Pennsylvania, meant I spent much time around the mountains and babbling creeks, which I always loved and I missed. But the choice I did have was how I would handle the losses, sadness, and emptiness I felt. 
I felt I chose to adapt and turn it into a more positive life rather than experience as negative. Now, where did that come from at 15 years old? It came from finding a way to survive many things, which we're not going to go into in this podcast, but I, I've shared a lot through the, through the different podcasts. And we all, you know, do things to survive in the best way we knew how. So being invisible was my best way. But that didn't mean I wasn't lonely and sad. So leaving those friends really felt bad to me. So I learned how I would handle the losses and the sadness of the emptiness. As I said, adapting was one of the ways, whatever that took and whatever that meant. But it did mean that I refused to see it as a negative. Finally, I married and had a family and developed a successful career, all in Florida. But now that my children are adults in their own lives and my mother passing freed me from caregiving, I decided I could finally move out of Florida. Everyone thought I was crazy. I had been there for many, many, many years and had wonderful friends. My son was there, my daughter-in-law, my grandchildren, and the one was young. He was, I babysat him at four months or five months old, something like that. And that was the hard part. But I knew it wasn't home. I knew I never felt good there and that I was going through the motions. Now, take nothing away from my friends and my career. I love my patients, I love my friends, and I love my children. But it was my turn. That's what I learned through the years and through my own therapy. You have a right to have a turn. Well, it's a long story, but I took a map one morning and looked for which states didn't have income tax, that they had an airport within driving distance and a university, which I thought would give it some life, and included churches, temples, and an array of denominations. I started with Knoxville, Tennessee. A friend recommended a real estate agent in that area. And what did I do? I booked a flight. After several trips to Tennessee, I never looked further. I knew I had found home, even though I didn't know a soul. Two of my girlfriends came up on one of the trips with me, and as we stood in Marketplace, which by then had all of two restaurants, and it was a very rainy day, they looked at me and said, you want to come here? And I said, can't you just see this place? What's going to happen here? And they said, it's not so much, Kay. And I said, I'm telling you, this place is going to come alive. And I felt that in my very soul. Look up Knoxville and see how many people's in it now and how many restaurants and Market Square, how busy it is. And I love every minute of it. So where did the real estate person take me? Out west. Oh, you know, way out west. And I said, no. This isn't where I want to be. I want to be close to downtown. And he said, but that's an old neighborhood. I said, yeah, I know. I know. But that's where I want to be. I want to be close. I'm going to get an office downtown. I had it all planned in my mind. (laughs) Oh, well, you know how life goes. Some change is your choice and some isn't. Some change is positive, some negative. How you deal with it and what it means to you is what's important. You can accept change as an opportunity to make personal growth, develop a more confident and positive attitude, or stay stuck in the muck. That's what adversity brings, a lot of muck. Evaluating a negative situation and allowing yourself to tackle whatever adversity or negative change into a positive position is your way to move forward. If you fear or resist change, you may want to try perceiving change as a learning experience 
rather than a problem or something to fear. Get that negative picture out of your mind and change it to a no way of thinking. Who said you can't change how you think? Who convinced you of that? Who says you can't see something from new and different perspectives? The only ones that feel that way are the people that are so stuck that they refuse to look. Remember Saturday Night Live? I don't know how old my listeners are. I wish I knew you all personally and had names so I could call out and say, Kendra, I bet you remember Debbie Downer on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Remember Debbie Downer? Attitude and negative self-image. Oh my goodness. Well, that kind of personality is never going to get to the top of the mountain because they are not paying to each step. They want to go from A to C without working through B. And within B lies the lessons of greater awareness, the ability, now listen to this one close, the ability to be honest with yourself, the determination to consider your attitude and to ask yourself, am I self-absorbed? Do I isolate? Am I angry? Do I hold grudges? Am I unhappy? And so forth. We could list a lot more things. But you have to be honest to admit those things. Am I a jealous person? Do I need to be the center of attention? All of those things. These are hard questions to ask and harder to come to terms with. But your honest answers now give you a choice going back to change, being willing to make change, to stretch yourself to build meaningful and respectful interpersonal relationships. Don't sell relationships short. We all need them. Rid yourself of being critical or judgmental. Instead, become encouraging and accept that difference is good. Would we be so divided if we could accept that? I doubt it. Understand that positive change only occurs if you choose to change. I know it's worth your effort, but do you accept that? You can also decide to bring about positive change in your life, even when adversity or negativity isn't forcing the issue. Yep, you heard me. You might just sit back and analyze yourself and recognize, you know what? I could change that about myself. I could do this, or I could do that, or you know what? I need to be more open. Whatever it is you choose, but you have to be able to look at yourself in order to come to those conclusions. But it's a good thing, because in my book, that's the best part of change. Who wants to remain in the turmoil and muck? Many people fear change. It takes them out of their comfort zone and sense of continuity. It's rather like fear of the unknown. The thought of change can throw them into anxiety, which then becomes their adversity. However, this is when faith can be your best friend. Faith can give you the strength to face your fear a step at a time. Baby steps. Once you experience some success, and I promise you, you will if you really want to, you know that fear is only as powerful as you would allow it to be. Did you know you can bring about change for yourself whenever you recognize the need for it? As I mentioned earlier, change for personal improvement and personal development is always positive. As a person, you should never want to stop growing and developing the best version of yourself. But you can only do that by changing to the positive and not accepting the negative. Making it a goal to achieve positive change means you have chosen to work on yourself and face whatever is put in your path, regardless how negative it might be 
or taking advantage when it's positive. A positive attitude and qualities will attract others to you and encourage them to want to help you succeed. That's why I say relationships are important. How you treat people is important. We don't have to love everyone, but love and kindness doesn't cost anything. Instead, they create unity versus division. Here are 10 questions to think about. Ask yourself these questions as I go. Do you like change? Now, we're going to be honest through this. Number two, what's the biggest change you've made in your life? Was it good or bad? By the way, I've never regretted moving to Knoxville. Three, are you good at dealing with change? I can't answer that for you. Only you can. Four, do you think change is important? Really think about that. Five, what is the biggest change the world needs? Six, what things in your life would you hate to change? Now, seven, what three things about your past would you like to change? Well, I can name more than three. Eight, what advice would you give to someone who hates change? Nine, what happens to people who find it difficult to change? And last but not least, 10, can you teach someone to accept and like change? If you have some time to go back and write these questions down and think about your answers, you may be surprised. I want to give you 10 powerful reasons why change is good for you. How could I leave you today and not at least give you something? So here we go. One, it's good because you'll develop better coping skills. Two, it's definitely going to build your self-confidence. Three, you're going to find you're more motivated. Four, you develop more excellent interpersonal skills. Communication is important in your life. Five, hopefully you become a better listener. That's a downfall for a lot of people. They like to hear themselves talk, but they don't really listen to others. Six, you become more flexible, and that also makes you more adaptable. And that's freeing. Most people don't think of it that way, but it's very freeing to find you can adapt in life. You don't sweat the little stuff the same way other people do. You don't even walk around wringing your hands and worry. You just adapt, and you just stay in your mood and in the present, because that's all we have is the present. I'm already done with the first half of this podcast. I can't change that. Well, let me think about it. My editor might let me. So, seven, guess what? You attract more opportunities. Because with change, you become more compassionate. That's number eight. Nine, you learn to ask more questions. And people love when they're asked questions because they think you're interested in them, as you should be. So, ten, your overall lifestyle is enhanced. Now, there's other things we could add to this list, but these are 10 that you can work on and think about. So as we close today, here are a few ideas on how to make positive change. One way is to start your day by doing, thinking, or reading something positive and make that a daily habit. First time you put your feet on the floor, instead of thinking, I got to get here, I got to do it, da, 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 I want you to stop all that. I want you to sit on the edge of the bed and take a couple of deep breaths and stretch and then think about something positive. 
and do that daily. You know, there's books out there. There's devotionals. There's how to make the perfect day. I don't think that's the exact title, but it's things like that. Or there's good quotes or there's music. Maybe you turn on music in the morning. Whatever it takes, try it. Make it a habit. You only need to do that for about 10, 15 minutes. I play music even while I'm getting ready for work. Another way is to avoid negative news and people. It's okay to keep up with what the current affairs are, as difficult as it is nowadays to keep up with it. And I don't recommend you watch a lot of it. I'd say take in, be aware, understand, but don't sit and watch it all, all the time or fall asleep listening to it. So you need to really stay away. And when I say stay away from negative people, I mean just that. If you're talking to somebody and all they're doing is being negative, get off the phone. A third way is meeting a goal you have set for yourself. But notice I said goal. That wasn't plural. Keeping it reasonable and doable is what gives you successes so that you can actually see the change. If change is difficult, let me remind you that making positive changes will keep you growing, learning, and adding more to your life than you can ever imagine. Our next podcast for next week will be The Art of Saying No. You won't want to miss this one. Bye-bye. If you would like to submit a question or suggestion of a topic, you can email me at capital K, capital F, R is in red, A is in apple, and N is in Nancy, M is in Mary, A is in apple, the number one, at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer as many questions as possible, and I'll also try to consider your topic. Have a safe and blessed week, and remember to be proud of who you are.